1: fm to get started
3: hey buzzers welcome to the arrow after show we are in season 5 episode 15 titled fighting fire with fire
1: you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion
3: after buzz
1: tv and now let the buzz begin
3: well, Buzzers, it's another fantastic Wednesday, and we are so excited to join you. Tons to talk about here on the Arrow After Show. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford. Please be sure to join the conversation on this side of the table by being a co host using hashtag ABTVArrow and follow us all. I am at Boys and Beauty 01. Nudge, nudge.
1: Oh, is that my cue? That's it. I am Lex Michael, and I am all over social media at TheLexMichael. Yeah, I nudge. am Tari J. Miller, I
0: am located at Tari J. That is T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y-E.
2: What, no nudge? I was waiting for my nudge. You
0: need to cue her, oh. bro. her. Right. Right. There we go. I'm
2: Katie Cullen, you can find all me. You can find all of me. All of all you. All of me, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> find me on all of the social medias, there we go. At J. that is K-I-A-X-E-T. Boy, I miss a week and I'm just gone. Right. <laughs> right? Sounding a little promiscuous
3: over there. Oh, she said she meant
2: Prometheus. Me. Oh of oh
1: me. Uh, I'm uh,
3: uh, uh, But I was going to go into Prometheus since it slightly sounded the same. Any who's <laughs> there.
1: So I got I to gotta say since are we going to start with sure, that? Sure, let's do so, it. So, all right. I'm not going to pretend that I saw this coming weeks ago, but I definitely saw it coming today. And not before I watched the episode earlier at it was like. According to Twitter, seven hours ago, uh, Patrick Peretta tweeted at me, uh, I think the DA isn't vigilante, but will be inspired by him or replace him. Happens a lot in the show, like how Sarah inspired Laurel. And I responded to him that, oh, that's true, the show does have a history of transposing secret IDs, but man, I'd hate to miss the look on everybody's face when they find out it's Mayor Queen's DA. Put my phone down, went, oh, huh. <laughs> And so I was watching this episode, and before the reveal, which comes about midway through, yeah. the After way they great scene. The way I mean, this episode overall, I thought was very, very strong. Oh my yeah. God, But yes. I'm watching the whole episode, going, "Oh, they're oh, are we we're doing this, okay? okay. okay.
3: All right, yes, sweet. So we're doing this. But see, here's what I thought. I yeah. okay. Yeah. As soon as there was the whole incident with the limo and everything's going on, we had a little conversation about I am your friend, blah blah blah. You can lawyer for me, yada yada yada, and then. Everybody is in this limo. Everybody gets banged up, and all of a sudden, here comes Adrian. Oh, you better go to the hospital. Was he speaking
1: in this weird, sinister uh, yes. voice all season? No! Or did he just start doing I it tonight? Like he, <laughs> no, he started
2: doing it. I think he's been doing it for a good chunk of time, but I think we cued in. It's, it's like when you're watching a Scream movie, and they finally reveal Ghostface, and suddenly whoever's playing Ghostface is just chewing the scenery. Yes. He might have... Bumped it up a little, but I don't think that he wasn't doing it this whole well, because time. Because up until so now, exaggerated. Because oh shoot, now we know. I chalked it up to he's just like he's a real cool, slick
1: lawyer, and I'm just like I'm your butt, Oliver. But I'm also man of the law. And I can get stuff done. But tonight, he's, he's looking him right in the eyes, like dead, like death staring, going.
2: I'm your friend, but see, this <laughs> whole time we thought he was vigilante. Yes. And so we're yeah, that's what I was, yeah, okay, where I was he's going. He's doing the crazy hero. He's doing the crazy voice because he's vigilante. And now that we know that he's Prometheus, we're like, oh, you're a different flavor of psycho. Mm, Good, yeah. great,
3: awesome. But they yeah. set that up so well. Sorry, <gasps> no. and I was just going to say they <laughs> set that up so well because even when Dinah grabbed the piece of mask and he came up to her and said, "I'll process that for you." Mm-hmm. If you're a Prometheus, then why would you want to stop her from processing it? Because maybe you could figure out who the heck Vigilante is in real life.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
3: because Prometheus so, doesn't want competition, which is why we got that
2: nice little pitched rooftop battle between our two people with masks and voice synthesizers. That made me which... so
1: happy. I like a lot of. You, you, hear, you hear a lot of people talking about, wow, another one of these shows in this universe where we get another villain with a secret identity and a voice changer. We took it
2: all.
1: and i'm going
2: uh, that was me and? all season but it was, it was you it was you here on this show but a lot of
1: people all over the internet are having the same conversation and i'm going yeah and give me more of them have them fight each other please and they did and it made me very happy yes. i
2: just like them i like to be able to tell them apart which is why i kept mixing up alchemy and prometheus earlier because we both have very oh, toy is not the word i'm looking for hipster help me out here um, when you think you're fancy
1: uh, uh, Whimsical? No. Whim- no. 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 No, when you think, it, I mean, diluted, uh, but that's not the word you're going for. I know, it's not
2: the word I'm going for, Gaudi? and I will figure no, it out. I'll, I'll remember it at, like, midnight tonight. I will bolt awake and go, what's this word? And then I'll fall back and asleep you and you will
1: throw it in the hashtag for everybody who is yeah. left
3: Pretentious!
1: Uh, <laughs> Okay, there we go. That's the one.
3: (laughs) Okay, really quick. Hey, Liam. So there's so much going on in this. Liam is somebody who's in the chat. I just want to say there's so much activity going on in the chat, so thank you. There's a lot of people in there tonight, so hello to all of you. We're picking up your comments, but they are seriously going by so fast because everybody's talking so much, which is just awesome for us. So
1: Okay, Mighty, Mighty B a second ago was like, yeah, the Dorn, and I was like, Michael Dorn? And he then just said, Michael Dorn, so all right. Glad we covered that. I know, but there's... <laughs>
3: but yeah, we, <laughs> we had a glorious fight Hockey? scene. Posh? Are those the words you're looking for really quick? No, no.
2: pretentious. Oh, pretentious. Oh, pretentious. Sorry, I got it. we waiting. got it. We got there. Um, But yeah, we had a fantastic fight scene, which I definitely had a moment of going, okay, Vigilante's the one with the orange visor. That's how I'm telling them apart tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it was awesome watching them go at it like that. And then having the reveal directly on the heels of that. That whole two and a half minutes was just masterful.
1: And that was a wonderful, the reveal, the shot, how you start behind him, you see him pull the mask off. And the circle camera. And it's a very slow circle around, dragging it out as long as possible, torturing you with the reveal before Mm -hmm. finally you see that it's chased.
2: Oh, I thought for sure they were going to cut the scene.
1: That's what I thought, too.
0: (laughs)
2: Thought They were just going to completely wreck us on that.
0: In a way, I kind of wish they did, though. I like knowing that it's Chase, but at the same time, like I like the tease.
3: Yeah, but I feel like these shows tease you for so long throughout the entire season that sometimes it gets old. So it's nice to have an unexpected boom in your face. This is who I am, and yeah. we it still changes the game
1: exactly.
2: And you're right, we still have someone out there where they're masked, they're a player on the field, and we don't
3: know who they are. That is
1: exactly what I was going to say. So How do you do can... that?
3: <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> I will say this for all of those who like to predict who Prometheus was before we knew, and I, we didn't really get that many vigilante predictions. But we were so sure. it was Yeah, Adrian we were all pretty convinced. Well, and all of the thing is <laughs> that I was thinking about is the scene where they're in the limo. I was thinking, well, it's not Thea because she's in the limo. It's not this person because they're in the limo. All these people are in the limo that it could be. So it's definitely not them. Now we know who Adrian is, but this prom- mm, vigilante good. Yeah. Lord, baby Jesus, I'm losing my thoughts. There was a point to all this. Well, we don't we don't yeah. know who
1: Vigilante is still. Now, my, I have I have one theory, but it's a theory based solely on who else did we spend time with in this episode and how tall do they look next to Adrian Chase is it Pike? yes oh. it's Pike Yes, B- which it would, make, would make a certain amount of sense but I like too that before we got the reveal that Adrian Chase wasn't vigilante he was Prometheus I like that the episode was really playing on every, certainly my assumptions that he would turn out to be vigilante just like you see him right before the limo you see him like peel off
2: they've been mm-hmm. very very careful not to come out and say oh yes it's him, but also not to do anything to dismiss those. There wasn't any evidence against him being vigilante right up until the reveal. Right.
1: How he peels off before the attack and then vigilante pieces, and then he peels back in. But I had a moment when he showed back up after that scene, and I went, if he's vigilante... I buy that he could get back here because he probably didn't go far. I even buy that his suit wouldn't look that must. He was wearing a, wearing a lot of very sturdy equipment. Right. There is no way he had all that gear on his head and his hair looks that perfect. They Not also, possible. They
2: also had a time skip. And they make flexible hair gel, where you can push the hair down, and then after the helmet comes off, it springs back into place. And then really? your hair automatically yeah. magically braids itself.
1: You just, like, like real-world yeah. explained away my single biggest issue with the Winter Soldier, which is how perfect Cap's hair looks at the beginning when he takes the helmet <laughs> off. Modern
3: Nothing technology. else in that
1: movie doesn't make sense. Modern
3: technology. All right, <laughs> anyway, you know, had a question before. I don't know. I'm coming up with a creative way to raise my hand. So, okay, <laughs> talking about Prometheus... Did anybody think about when the reveal was, Adrian, about Prometheus' mother and the whole storyline prior to about Prometheus is this scorned person because Arrow had killed his dad at one point? And I'm looking at how old Adrian is, and I'm thinking, see, now that's not making sense anymore. And your mother looks too young to be your mother, unless she just had you young. But outside of that, the whole thing about he watched you, blah, blah, blah. Adrian looks like he's the same age, if not a few years older than Oliver.
2: That doesn't necessarily mean... We have his baby pictures, but we don't have a birth year for him. We don't necessarily mean that
3: he was a child when his father was killed. True, right. I think I just painted that picture. In my mind, I was thinking young person who grew up to now want revenge, not adult who's mature enough to know better. Well, I think we all did because we had the baby pictures,
2: and that's kind of the mind frame that we were in.
0: Yeah, well, also, he's only had the vengeance thing... For five years. So he couldn't True. have been that young.
1: True. Well, also, not to go too far ahead, but it seems like if we're drawing on the little bit of information that we got from the promo, it seems like there's maybe more going on here than just one guy. And we can save that for predictions. But now I'm wondering how big this is and how there's maybe more than just that angle to it. Yeah.
3: Huh. Well, I wanna actually now that you mention that, I do want to talk about Susan because obviously at the end of the episode you have Adrian slamming the door and I have no need exclusive blah blah. Get out of here. <laughs> the story's literally Get life. Get out of here. But <laughs> it's just maybe, like that should be pinging your creeper senses like none other
2: Susan.
3: Remember. Do you guys remember who she was having a conversation with when she was talking about the story originally and we had the reveal that she was working on a story because for some reason in my mind, I thought it was Adrian, but it wasn't. It was some other dude. So something made me feel like she already had some sort of connection to Adrian, which is why he might go back to her, if that makes sense. I had,
1: I, there seemed to be, and maybe I was reading too much into something that wasn't there but i actually got a similar vibe from that scene they didn't address it in the dialogue but they seemed it's not like this is the first time they've met and i know she covers the mayor's office but there seemed to be a little bit of familiarity there
3: yeah Yeah. well Mm. and the thing is is i still don't trust susan let's talk about how much i don't like susan Uh, so (laughs) we still don't know what her source was well no that guy
2: but we don't know where that guy was getting stuff
3: yeah, but regardless, what well, the reason I want to bring her up is because I'm still curious as to why Oliver is so stuck on stupid when it comes to her. Because with Felicity, in the breakup, he was so busy feeling, maybe it's because he was self-loathing, but when they broke up, it was, oh, I don't deserve her and blah, 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 whatever. And supposedly she was the love of your life and, I, you know, you got married or what have you, all that nonsense, but then here's this girl who you've only been dating for a few months, and you are so caught up on her. And I get that all of a sudden Oliver has morals, so he's upset that Thea and Felicity set her up and blah, blah, blah. But still, the woman was going to write an article and reveal who you were, knowingly after sleeping with you, after starting a relationship with you. She was still going to throw you under the bus, and you're still upset about. It's... I didn't... You go ahead.
1: No, I mean, like, I hear what you're saying, and like, I... yes, Break up with her. Get as far away from her as you possibly can. Flip side to that is, she is a journalist, and this is that this is a real story. It's not like there's no story here. So yeah. like that is it's it's but a she's
3: sleeping with the story. Yes. Oh,
1: that
2: d- is an ethical problem. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that investigating stories isn't what she does. And the, and I didn't get a chance to talk about this last episode because I was out sick. But immediately doing the hack job on her laptop like the day after she asked Oliver if he's the arrow is pretty much saying yes! Yes, he is. So that was an incredibly stupid thing to do and that wasn't something that Oliver wanted. And so I'm looking at this story less as, boy, what is Susan up to and more as Thea? Thea, you need to find your moral center again. Holy cow.
1: When I appreciate the way that that ultimately played out in this episode. Now, yes, we're getting another version of Thea feels like she has to leave, which I feel like is something we've gotten a couple times, but it did make some sense to me here. And I'm glad yeah. that Thea has matured to a point where she can see that she she says it herself. Like, I've been I've been in the muck too much lately mm-hmm. and, and I need to get away from this. And she says, if you ask me to stay, I will. So please don't. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, Oliver referenced the fact that. that that she's starting to remind him of her mom. And I think we saw a lot with the move to blackmail this council person. I think we saw a lot of shades of Moira here. But also...
3: Felicity was on board, too. And both of them were like, well, it's politics.
1: Yeah. It's
3: It's
2: politics for people who did not grow up in politics and know what the media has to say about politics. They're both new to being in the political game. And it runs a little differently on the inside than it does in... The movies and John Grisham novels and all that other fun stuff.
3: Right. I'm just saying that they're both using it as justification because politics has this well-known stigma of not being very moral. So if they're going to be liars, cheaters, stealers, or whatever it is, then why can't we?
2: And Oliver is doing everything he can to try to run a very upright moral campaign is not the word.
3: Ethical? Uh, Ethical. Administration. Thank you. The queen. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wait. I'm really bad at words tonight, y'all. Last thing I want to bring up, and I, I will let Susan go. Let her go. The- let her let go. It go. Let it go. Spidey hands. So what I want to say like, uh... is that <laughs> <laughs> this could be what
2: <laughs> you're terrible. Yeah. Please continue.
3: Um, you know, this could have been my hearing. It could have been me typing while watching, but did anybody else hear Susan on her little rant when they were doing the, at the press conference, she was talking to Oliver, and of course he had to go talk to her. You deserve this, you deserve, did she not say you deserve to die? You no, deserve you deserve today. today, yes. Oh, darn, I was hoping she said you deserve to <laughs> die. Then was just I know me, you're
1: mad at me, but that's more, a little much. That's sure. why I was like, you
3: gave me more reason to dislike her. Yeah. Reef is in the chat, hi!
1: Hi, Arif.
2: Hi. He's a lovely human being. Oh, he Great. lives this the <laughs> show. Hey. Hey, do.
3: Hi, friend. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Billie Jean. I know you keep tweeting at me, so I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Billie
2: Jean is a wonderful human being and lives in the hashtag and puts glorious gifts in there, and yeah. it's just so much fun.
0: 69Bs.
2: 69Bs and then joseph garza put my favorite thing in the hashtag tonight and you you wow what an amazing reveal arrow haven't seen that one before hashtag jay garrick is prometheus and it's a picture (laughs) of jay garrick and i just god bless i i continually go back to that well because it's still funny to me
3: (laughs) so so now that i've murdered the conversation let's Uh. continue all right. Tari, you've not had a chance to say anything, because we keep Hi, on talking over you, so you go. Uh, so no, let's continue cool. to... No.
1: <laughs> they're, they're referencing uh, something about the uh, the doctor who knows all of her secret came back yes. tonight for a nice little cameo. Yeah. I was like, I completely forgot that you're this character vigilante. existed. Me too. You know, but I was like, oh, that's right. Way, way to be, doctor lady who knows yeah. all of her secret. Doesn't Don't tell, tell anybody because nice. she's nice. DC <laughs> night nurse. Yeah? Oh, yeah.
3: Wait, hold on. I'm glad you brought that up, because did I miss when he told her and when he established Established a relationship with her? I don't... I'm sure it happened. I don't remember. That's
2: (laughs) the problem. I'm sure it was far earlier on. And, like, I've been having trouble with words today, you guys. Forget long-term memory for this show. Yeah, if anyone in the chat or in the hashtag knows when the doctor first came in, or Lex, if you know because you're looking like you know.
1: I'm I'm literally going... Whoa. Like when the scene happened, I was like, "Wait, is he hallucinating?" No, this person, this doctor, looks vaguely familiar to me, but I don't remember when this happened. Like, yeah. I
2: accepted that she's real and that this is a thing that occurred, but I legitimately do not remember when. So, chat, if you want to refresh our memories, that would be great. Yeah, It'd be super helpful. I feel it
1: would have. It would have had to be in the. Stormy Wood seasons. says she was the doctor when Laurel died. So does Garrett oh, Scoggin. of course. That uh, that right. would make the, things the most. Things I
3: repressed. That would so make wait, the most sense. So yeah. wait, when Laurel came in. Oh, I guess it was revealed that Laurel was a canary. Yeah, never yes. mind. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yep, yep,
3: yep, yep.
2: yep. That's thank, correct. Th- thank, you, thank you, thank you, chat. You, you guys are you wonderful.
0: Know. That's why we keep you around.
3: Exactly. Earning this your keep. It's totally using the Google when we're on air. i was say this is totally irrelevant. But since we're ta- what? Uh,
1: no, I'm just watching the chat go. Prometheus is the uh, time. Vigilante is the time remnant of Prometheus, or vice yes. versa. Prometheus
3: is the time remnant of Vigilante. Mind blown. There we go. <laughs> nerdy nerd nerd i just like your name that's really cool any hooser i want to talk about something that's completely irrelevant but that's okay and i'm going to go into the flashback really quick because as much as a lot of important things happen in the flashback there's one thing that stands out to me the most okay and you guys are going to say you are so stupid
1: let's go wait ever said
3: I'm that no it's, haven't it's but... oliver's hair <laughs> it wasn't oliver's hair it's his lack of eye shadow He had the full-blown nice costume because, you know, um, oh, my God, what's her name? Thank you. The
1: costume with the weirdly pointy hood. Yes,
3: which is is Uh, similar to season one, Arrow. But uh, it was just interesting because I went... That's pre-eye shadow, so did you get that in Star- City? He only
0: had an hour to, to, like, get this information. He couldn't be like, ugh, smear, smear. Hey, he used to do
3: that quite quickly within five seconds, season one.
0: Um, I thought you were going to point out how easily he got to that computer, considering the last time he went into this house, he got, like, beat up.
2: Uh, yeah, um, but they, I don't think they were expecting him. Kovar was just so, oh, that's okay, I've won, and I'm going to get to officially kill these people, and life is great
3: yeah but you know what oh sorry going back to the costume a little bit season one arrow didn't he have more of a raggedy costume so how come it was more advanced looking in the flash well this is still back to the island yeah so this is still a
1: little bit before that yeah. Okay. So he's got time to like tatter up his costume make his hood a little less awkwardly pointy, yeah. and grow I mean, that awful beard, and grow that goatee. Yeah, guys, remember when Dolph Lundgren was on the show for a minute? Where'd he go? <laughs> I
2: don't know. I miss he's, that guy.
1: He's definitely not hanging out by his computer. Uh, no, no, because Oliver picked that right up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there anything else we want to talk about? Since I did bring up flashback and things well, significant, I like. I, I like that we have it a, quite a bit. Yeah, I, I like that we don't.
1: had more more progression this week than we had last week. And I like that we get to see little bits of how the Bratva handles their business yeah. and how there are rules. As aggressive and dangerous and mad and shooty-shooty that all of these Russian <laughs> gangsters are, there are rules to this entire thing. And I like seeing that explored a little bit.
0: Yeah. It made me think of Parlay in uh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. where you're like, all right, we can have a, a civilized conversation instead of shooting me in the face. Yeah.
2: And I love that it was wait, what did you tell him? What did you ask for? We extend our lives by the length of one good movie. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the flashback. It didn't tie in with the present too terribly much, but considering how strong the flashbacks have been this season, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the past uh, two seasons, give or take, this was a lot of fun
3: to watch. I felt like, though, it was slightly relevant in that... Oliver took this computer, right, and we're also going into that whole exploration of Felicity and her now taking information that maybe she shouldn't be toying with. And then you've got Diggle, who's trying to daddy her a little bit. And I like the conversation that they had because one of the things she throws in his face, because he says, you know, your superpower is empathy and this, that, and the third, and you're getting dark. And she said, well, actually, this person has been dark at this point. Oliver got dark at this point. How come you guys get to be dark and I can't? Well, you're not allowed to because you're
2: Felicity. You always need at least one person in the team who has their head thoroughly removed from their ass. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, that's usually Felicity. And with her going off the deep end, no one really knows how to cope. Right. Because she's mostly been the moral center. And now that she's drifting away from that, Oliver is trying to stake his claim as the moral center in so much as he can. Right. Which is a weird shifting of roles, and it's not necessarily a good thing for Felicity.
1: Right, on top of which, too, when I when I see the other characters not wanting Felicity to break bad, as it were, I feel like it's less about, you can't do this, making them hypocrites, and more about... You're going to do what you're going to do, and I get that I've done some really bad stuff, but, like, for real, the stuff I've done is dark, and it haunts me, mm-hmm. so maybe don't.
3: But here's the thing about Felicity, too, is I, it's not like she's going down this path and thinking to herself, yes, this is dark, and I know this is dark, but I'm going to do this. In her mind, she's joining this organization for which she had some sort of affiliation with in the past, and when she was doing it in the past, she's trying to make the world a better place, but through hacking... Not saying it's the right thing, but the whole point was to make the world better. So, here she is joining, what was it called? Helix. Helix, Helix. Helix yeah. And they're an organization that, according to that girl, you know, they looked up to Felicity and blah, blah, blah. blah. So, her, she's just getting back to her roots.
2: Yeah, but I feel like you tend to make some decisions in college that aren't always the best decisions of your life because you're still stuck between living with your parents and trying to function as an adult in the test run of what the real world might kind of be. And so going back to, this is what I did in college, well, obviously they know something. It's like, oh, friend, that requires a lot more examination than you've given it.
3: Yeah. Um, so, wait, I wonder if Felicity will die in higher back dark. That's funny. Um, somebody in the chat room, I just had to point it out, because I thought it was funny. They're like, Lex's facial, facial expressions. expressions. That's, yep. Chase, that's, that's, Chase that's Chase Lincoln. I'm yeah. thinking a
1: lot of stuff, are Chase you? Lincoln. What a are lot you of thinking? Stuff. Tell us. Um, well, so, while we're on the subject of Felicity, and I part of me is like, is this a prediction? But it's not, because I don't know where this goes. I don't even really have a theory about where this goes exactly, but while we're on the topic of Felicity getting involved now full-time with Helix, the producers have alluded to this idea that they want her to essentially go through her own version of the island. Her own harsh origin story, as it were. That's my interpretation of it. So her getting involved with Helix would apparently be the first step down that road, which maybe I'm projecting that knowledge I have onto what I'm seeing and going, this is not Play, dude.
3: I
2: think the first step was her boyfriend getting horribly murdered.
1: Sure, yeah. that might do it. Is is Detective and Billy Malone? Now we know Malone, it's a betrayal her, uh, and a murder. Is is Detective Billy Malone her Oliver's dad? There yeah. we go, Robert. That's it. That's yeah. the one. That's the thing. Yeah, that's I, got the you. Guy. I got you, bro. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Died at sea. RIP. Died at sea. RIP.
0: Yeah. Well, though my my issue with the hacktivism versus use of the Pandora's box is that there's no positive way to use this like blackmail. Like essentially you're you're just uh, you're being uh, I guess evil for evil's sake whereas like hacktivism, maybe you flood a, a company's computers with a bunch of ding-dongs for like an hour and you're like, this is what happens when they're down for an hour or you Please. take down S3 and you're like everything lives on S3 Amazon look how much of the internet is down! Hacktivism!
3: Oh, no, but I would think hacktivism for a good cause, like let's save the puppies and the kitties of the world and take all the money from this hunting company and we're gonna give it to the puppies and kitties. i right. hacktivated that's but
1: that's I
2: sincerely hope there's not a company that's hunting puppies and kitties because what the hell
1: Yeah,
0: i would take saying, it from PETA. That doesn't ruin lives though. So like yeah. there's one thing to take insured money and be like, "Ha ha, now I've uh delivered distributed it to the to the unwealthy." However, you know, essentially bringing out people's dirt, that's not your place to to reveal is kind of another level of... of well, if they're dirty
3: and they deserve it. Well,
2: and specifically, they mean things to people. Specifically, what they were working with here was a guy who essentially covered up his wife's suicide as an accident because there's only so much you can deal with. It's not this big, devious... It's Well, it might be insurance fraud. I don't think life insurance covers suicide, but that wasn't the point. And taking this and holding it over their heads, saying, hey, we need you to make this decision. You need to make a decision over whether or not Oliver Queen is a moral mayor, and we're going to blackmail you to say that he's moral. Touch of hypocrisy. This is not good. You could say, yeah. This is not a good.
1: There's the angle where you very quickly lose your own moral compass, and then on top of that, (laughs) there's the fact that once you get involved with people who are comfortable operating in that morally gray space— You tend to find yourself on the receiving end of the actions of others who are in an even grayer moral space.
2: And then you wind up against the black hats and then it's like, "Mm, it's not a good area to live in.
1: It's a very dangerous door to open no matter what her intentions are, especially when the team relies on her and the city relies on the team. not not (laughs) not super smart.
2: This is a slippery slope and she's pulled out the sled and is getting ready so and like not I get good. the
1: maybe it's just because the only person from helix that she knows is played by Casey roll who seems very like innocent and charming but as we've seen on Hannibal she she looks that way but it often belies more sinister intentions
2: this is also someone who is a felicity fangirl who right. was like oh my god I knew you from your hacktivism days right. how great and I was like yeah. oh and that's the only thing you know of and then you shamed her for no longer being a hacktivist and she felt she had to prove herself to you yeah. she
0: was that? just Negging, bro. Mm-hmm. That was
2: Pretty much. Plan. So
3: wait, hold on. So it's all quick. just not good. How about the fact that Oliver asked Felicity for help with Susan, and she said, "Well, no, because that's <laughs> your girlfriend." Basically, saying a big "F" you. How dare you ask me to help you with your girlfriend issues when I'm your ex?
0: And you killed I, my I, boyfriend.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Please
2: don't brain that sentence went three different ways. It was not supposed to. I get what she's saying. In ter- yes, thank you. I get what she's saying in terms of no. I'm not going to contact your girlfriend for you. What the heck? But she is the hacker of the team, and she does need to fix that portion of things that she was asked to do. That was an issue. Like <coughs> that is not something Oliver can thank fix you. on his. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> K. L. Kent. Nobody should help Susan. Fluff Susan.
2: So well,
1: somebody earlier Kalil
3: Kent also called for her death earlier. Somebody so that's earlier that's in the chat, little, I
1: think a couple people were like, we should put Susan in a limo with Oliver Queen.
2: And I was like, oh, oh that's really uh, funny, yeah. and I'm
1: super uncomfortable. I mean, <laughs> um, I'm really
2: glad that they finally pointed that out, but oh, I made noises?
1: Yeah, no, getting into a limo that, with like, Oliver oh, is a God. terrible idea in this oh. universe, as it turns out. Um, And no
2: one was wearing seatbelts. No, nobody put their
1: vigilantes, Katie. They're too tough for seatbelts. Yeah. It doesn't
2: matter. I'm just, I'm really happy that they had the whole, we have a concussion protocol. You have to do this. Well, I'm waving it. Well, you're currently on trial, so you don't get to do anything. So no, we have a concussion protocol. I just love all the little conversations we had this episode. The bit with the concussion protocol, the bit at the beginning talking about his balls and... Oh, thank you. That went, you a little too, that? that went a little too far, didn't it? You know, just Actually, a little bit. I really wanted to talk about Curtis's balls, so
3: I'm glad you mentioned it. When yes. do we
1: not want to talk about Curtis's balls? We always want to time. talk about
3: Curtis's
2: balls.
1: I'm, I'm
3: glad that they're leaning more into <laughs> the tech. Balls of steel. Balls of steel. Balls of steel.
1: Ah! <laughs> Good night, everybody. No, I am really <laughs> glad that we're now leaning more into the technology because that is something that was a big mainstay of Mr. Terrific's power set in mm-hmm. the comics. So... But, like, also at the same time, as happy as all of that made me, everything else with Curtis tonight broke my heart.
2: Cute, I'm so mad about, okay, well, we're gonna, he asked me to go to dinner, and I'm like, he yeah, no. really reserved dinner at a fancy restaurant simply to serve you That was a and little bit much. And yeah. Leave? Yeah. That was a bit really? much,
1: right? I feel no. like you I meet get... meet
2: someone in public, but you don't reserve a fancy dinner and then just leave. Exactly. Like, oh, bad and and you don't, you
1: don't want him to make a scene, I guess, and if you really have that little faith in the person, and you think they're gonna flip out, okay, I get doing it in public, but, like, we could have done this at a Denny's. You
0: no. know <laughs> what I mean? No.
3: So I, I, would, I, like like I would
0: like the idea of the the scene that we didn't get to see is Curtis picking up a bill and be like you ordered 12 lobsters <laughs> why
3: no this is why i think leave the man some dignity don't do that in public because I get you don't want it to make a scene but that to me means that you're a coward and you can't take the heat just have the conversation and if he has something to say after you serve the papers cool talk it out you've made your decision but at least let that person be able to talk to you not have to worry about the fact that all these people are here that's so humiliating yeah and it looked like a
2: really fancy restaurant so reserving a dinner at a fancy restaurant and then being like yeah we're gonna go to dinner and that it's also like, seriously that that's misleading yeah.
1: yeah that's, that's very misleading like yeah. we couldn't we could even if let, let's let accept that Paul was committed to doing this in public, right? Okay, but there was a much better way to Hockey? handle let's meet
2: Denny's, than... Starbucks, yeah. a- anywhere that wasn't a place where you had to get a reservation. And get this is what I suck on. on, look nice yeah. and try to feel pretty. Okay. And...
0: Yeah, I'm going to dissent for a second. <laughs> Please do. Um, there is a chance that Paul wasn't going to serve the papers.
3: Not likely. No, late. it is likely though. Okay. There's a chance. And the but first like,
1: thing Curtis said when he sat down was talking about he was late and it was Aero Business. Exactly.
0: That's a good so, point. So like he may have wanted to to talk it out, but like Curtis he, obviously showed that he cared more about the Aero Business than he did reconcile. This would all help if we had spent more
1: time with Paul and his
3: POP was a little
1: clearer
0: I I guess.
3: No, no, no. Because if he had the idea that I'm going to sit and talk (laughs) to you, maybe we can talk this out why would you conveniently just have those papers there? Well, in case Curtis brings up his life I have these papers No,
0: but like as a, it's something that like he may have had drawn up and he wasn't sure he was going to give them to him, but like, yes of course you're going to have them and you're there to potentially reconcile, but you want to keep in mind both sides, you know?
3: You don't take the time and spend the money to draw up all those papers to maybe contemplate. Maybe I'll give them to you, maybe I won't. Of
0: course you do! <laughs> no!
3: He, he might
2: have done that, had second thoughts, and decided to have dinner with Curtis to see which way it
3: would go. And, and keep them in his pocket just in case. yeah. That's to whack. know it's
1: like when he. Some people
3: think like that. Yeah,
1: I can see it, and I can see when Curtis is late, and the very first thing he says is like, "We stopped an assassination." Maybe Paul goes, "Yeah, we, I, we can't fix this." Um, but again, this just brings me back to: I wish we had gotten to know Paul a little bit. Better. Like, everything with that relationship that we have gotten, I think, works really well. Because Echo Kellum is an insanely charming and likable actor, and to watch him be sad is heartbreaking. But I don't feel like I know Paul at all, other yeah. than hearing Curtis talk about him. Yeah.
2: I rather like the theory now that Paul has been vigilante the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it, would it would be ex- interesting. Yeah. Get out of the superheroing business! Get out of the superheroing business! Because I... Correct me if I'm wrong. Has Vigilante ever really taken a crack at Mr. Terrific?
3: No, but Vigilante's really... If that's the case, Paul's really short. Stun doubles. Oh, okay. Paul
1: divorced him because he threw that exploding ball at his head. (laughs) 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 Yup.
2: Well, I am tired of your balls in all capacities, so are we done.
3: (sighs) Curtis will date Renee. Somebody else said that as well. Can can we not... Can we not?
1: I don't think that would be good for them. Unless
2: we decide, unless it's like, oh yeah, Renee is confirmed bisexual, I'd be down, but for now, we know Renee was married and has a kid, and we know that Curtis is gay and married and currently getting divorced, we think. And so this is just like, can we maybe leave the throwing them together out of this for now? Because they both have a lot of stuff to work yeah. on but like, before uh, either of them can be in a productive relationship, let alone with each other. The problem
1: is, like, none of these people should be dating each other for oh, a no. long list of reasons. Oh, but yeah. you also can't date civilians if you're on this team because they will <clears> die. <throat> yeah. yeah. But, like, imagine <laughs> really the funny... Point angry sex that
0: they would have. <laughs> like, just imagine it. Like, all the jokes that w- that Curtis would be cracking, all the, like, mean, angry grunting from uh, from Renee. Renee. No, be real good. I
2: don't ship them. Somebody I'm else. sure that someone has written an arrow cave orgy before. It exists.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: You mm. went there. Yeah, all I'm the sh- arrows in the quiver. I guarantee hey! them quiver makes yeah. me quiver. The quiver
3: makes me
2: quiver. The orgy Ooh. fic. Oh, man. Someone so, has to have written that at this point. You, if you if you've you know you heard, heard of something,
1: trip. if you've heard of something, slash fiction exists for it
0: on the Rule internet 34. somewhere.
2: Rule 34.
1: <laughs> Mighty B. <Ew>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh friend, you are not familiar with Tumblr, are you?
1: Yeah, everyone anyway. keeps talking about how Artemis is just gone.
3: Yeah. 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 I
1: miss her. And now everybody else is back on Please Kill she Susan because she's a civilian and civilians die. That's not what I meant. But <laughs> I
2: would prefer for us not to kill Susan because we really need to stop throwing women in the fridge on this show.
1: Agreed. And I would much rather, I'd much rather see her be part of this in some greater capacity than mm-hmm. cannon fodder. Yeah.
2: Yes. Because we've had, oh, you're in a relationship. Well, I'm going to take the person you care about and put them in a terrible... And how many times has that happened? Like, if I had a dollar for every time that went down on this show, I'd at least have enough for Starbucks because it tends to be season finale material. <laughs> Nonetheless... No no does a nurse pres- prescribe. are you prescribing me a girlfriend that was a great line. even just someone to talk to like he does need that
1: uh, I had this moment of Oliver she's she's flirting with you stop you're being mean to this lady <laughs> like be nicer just I flirt back a little so you're so very t- pretty I didn't yeah it
0: just start making I was out really I mean, come flirting. on me, why me not? Me. not?
1: <laughs> no, I just saw the look on the actress's face when he said, you're prescribing me a girlfriend. And it was this look of like, mm-hmm, but I know what she meant. you, me. Right, I know what she meant, but I was like, don't break this poor doctor lady's heart. Don't do that. <laughs> She's so nice to you. Yeah. Right?
0: I, <laughs> yeah, we don't need this night nurse making out with everybody. No. No. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, I, read, I liked her, though, very, very much. Like, I missed her. She needs to come back. We need more of her on this show. Yeah. Please and thank you.
0: Sure. Um, but to talk about the balls a little bit more real sure. quick. I loved uh, Curtis using them against Vigilante. Yes. It was so badass. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs
2: to figure out how to either reload them or come up with more of them because it exploded. Well, yeah. shoot. Shoot.
1: Like but pray. he's got—he has more than one of those. Yeah. yeah,
2: You have two shots in an entire fight. Yes, that's not a good thing.
1: It's a,
3: especially it's a... since Vigilante got away both times. Well, now that he knows he, they explode, he can carry a whole handful of them. Yeah, a little pouch. I just, just throw I, them. I, I feel like those, yeah. it
1: really frustrated me after he threw the second one, and a I get. I get why we're doing it, because we have to drag this out for a few more episodes. But when he hit Vigilante with the second exploding T-sphere, and Vigilante is down, why was the first move to go check on anybody? Why was the first move not run over and unmask Vigilante? Because once you know who this dude is, even once he gets away, this game is basically over.
2: Or run over and restrain him, or something. And I'm surprised they didn't leave someone by the sniper rifle, and that Vigilante didn't try to go back to take the shot. Once he had two out of three people down. Part of me
3: thought, did he put it on a timer? (laughs) (laughs) Timer? Because it's still there. They had a quick shot of it still set up while they were over there fighting. But I I like they had that moment where they
1: ran up to it and they're like, let's just point this at the sky instead.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Davy Elmer in chat says uh, the actress who plays Dr. Schwartz is Venus Terzo. And Jonathan Deming says that uh, Curtis discord orbed vigilante. Overwatch
1: uh, jokes. I like you. Yeah. Yeah, me. Uh, so we it's are on a slight harmony. delay, so I don't know what I said that you <laughs> oh, liked. But says yeah, that
3: the, his mask explodes. Vigilante. Um, Vigilante's
1: got a booby-trapped mask. Yes. Oh. We already know that Vigilante has a booby trap mask. I would hope, now we haven't addressed this at all, so it's certainly not canon. This only ha- exists in my, in my wonderful little head canon. But I would hope that somebody had Curtis looking into a way to disarm that. I had Baby. forgotten
2: that he had a booby trap mask. I mean... I had forgotten that that was a thing.
1: It can only explode once, though. In so theory. Like, so maybe just have one guy go over and do it, and then have the next guy pull it off. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to go... Just a treat- little grappling hook yeah. on
2: the T-sphere just to... Boop, right. Or like, the or
1: we'll, we'll treat Diggle's hand back at the arrow cave. It'll be fine.
2: He what? needs Aww. that hand. Your yeah.
0: uh, Max Vinicus did Villa Aruda's husband Mike's- on Earth, too. Oh.
2: Oh, just put a book on the end of a pole and reach (laughs) out and just. (laughs)
0: Vinicius. Max Vinicius de Villa, Aruda. I know. There (laughs) we go. I
3: know, but really quickly, um, I want to ask the chat too is there something that we have left out yet? Or need to hit that we have not hit yet. That's um, what I meant to
0: say. I mean, we covered. We've got
3: about a hall-ism. minute delay, so um, in the meantime, shall we talk about AMG? iTunes?
1: Let's talk about iTunes. We Let's can
2: do talk that. about it. All right, you lovely human beings. Thank you so much to everyone who has gone on iTunes, who has subscribed to the After Buzz TV Arrow After Show, who has rated us five stars, who has left a review. When you do that, you help keep us as an after show on the air. Our producers take a look at the ratings and the reviews and they say, hey, people really like this show. We should keep it. Additionally, uh, when you leave a rating, when you leave a review, it increases our rating on the overall iTunes charts, which helps us come up, uh, further up the list in search results and which helps new people find the show. So when you do that, when you rate us five stars, when you leave us a review, we absolutely love you. And you know, we read the reviews (coughs) on air because we adore the heck out of you um we have uh, flash era legend supergirl and ruby from kakashi 141 this is a great show the hosts always make me laugh and smile uh we have so cool by Maya. this is Maya, and i love all the superhero shows and we have good call on theories by best hype man ever Great idea when you guys talked about Prometheus, also Vigilante, showing Oliver all of his sides. What if it's the DA and that's his public persona? That was posted on February 24th.
1: Wow. Wow, you get
2: a day. no
1: prize. Congratulations. Wow. You called it. So I'm sure
2: that best hype man ever of all time is just watching popcorn and going, Pick up the phone!
3: It's Mark Guggenheim. Hey, really quick, in the it's chat, somebody had said, sorry guys, I don't do iTunes. No big deal, because you can also leave your comments on... I was going to say Facebook. Wow. You can leave your sure. comments on YouTube. Yeah. Also, we talked about earlier in the show, you're also welcome to follow us. We love chatting with you guys, so definitely... Catch all our Twitter handles and we mention them at the end because that's always. Uh, oh, and, and tweet us, also, let us know you're from yeah. the Arrow After yeah. Show.
2: And also, if you leave a review in the iTunes store that is not the American iTunes store, or if you leave it in the podcast feature of Google Play, please take a screen cap, put it in the hashtag. We have a little more trouble finding those because what is navigating to other iTunes stores? But we really super appreciate them, and when we get those, we read those out on the air as well.
3: Hearts, yes. hearts, hearts um, for everyone.
2: We love you all
0: um people in the chat keep pointing out that the restaurant that Paul met Curtis at is was a redressed Jitters. CC Jitters um, from The Flash.
1: Yes, yes. Um, but way fancier. Yes. Um, but but you know what? I mean, if they had not redressed it and left it as a coffee shop, we'd all be less mad at Paul. Probably. This is
2: very true. Maybe it, <laughs> it was like <laughs> a premium Starbuck. Um, we had people requesting talk about Thea. We kind of already did.
3: Yes. Well, what, did I, I, what I saw while you were reading those is just everybody asking, is she leaving the show? And then somebody else I tweeted that... She only had a limited number of episodes this season. I've never read well, that. Well, she hasn't but I would been she was it. already
1: gone for a little bit.
3: Yeah. yeah she's she already not been here in and there. Yeah, she's certainly she not
1: in every episode.
3: Yeah. And she hasn't been part of any huge major storylines. Although it was good to see her fight, she got her butt kicked. She's been out of the game for a little
1: while and apparently whoever Vigilante is is super strong. Now because that not...
3: was an over exaggerated amount of mid-air tumbles. That right cuz right. dang. Right. <laughs> Alright, well, we're being scooted along, so I'm just gonna go ahead and start news and gossip because I see all these pictures starting to pop up. Wow. Alrighty, so first picture is of Miss Katie Cassidy, and the reason I actually pulled that particular picture up is because she has the piercing, which made me go, oh, it's real. Because when we saw her come back as Canary Two, we went. Oh, what? It's just the little piercing that supposedly makes her this evil person. Or
1: is this evil Katie Cassidy from Earth Two?
3: We don't know. <laughs>
1: oh. Either
3: way, so that's the reason why I pulled that picture up. And then go ahead and uh, switch it over to another picture, please. While that's being switched along. Okay, so Katie Cassidy's father is David Cassidy, the infamous guy from the Partridge Family, right? That's right. I did well, not know that. Me yes. Either. She actually covered his song, I Think I Love You. That was her first and only song she released when she was a teenager. But I did not realize that they actually have an estranged relationship. They have, I've got a picture, another picture of them together somewhere in my news and gossip. But for the most part, apparently he was only dating her mother. And so mom pretty much raised her. Never really supported her acting entertainment career. So she made it on her own. But the reason I pulled up this picture of him is because he just recently revealed that he has uh, dementia. And so, just big news, and of course, regardless if you're estranged or not, they've had affiliations, so it's something that I felt the need to bring up. So let me just pull up my little article mm, about sad. that. It that is, is sad. sad. It that's is sad. sad. Um, do, 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 retired actor, singer, songwriter David Cassidy has revealed that he is estranged from his only daughter, actress, and aerostar star Katie Cassidy. David, 66, revealed Monday that he is suffering from dementia and told people that while he is Katie's biological father, he didn't raise her. Katie was born in 1986 to model Sherry Williams, who had a brief romance with the pop star.
1: And that's People magazine. He didn't just tell some people. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. And That'd be great. And our next picture this he just part tells of his some dementia.
1: He's <laughs> like, I didn't raise that girl.
0: <laughs> right. She ain't mine. My- so well, Saturn.
3: <laughs> wow. Wow. I brought this picture. This is a picture of a comic version of our TV show, obviously. But the reason I did is for those people <laughs> who are upset and get upset with the show because it goes astray from the exact storyline of the comics, I wanted to read something that Stephen Amel had said. Uh, that the elements you find in the TV show that make the show what they are and that they, that became Oliver's relationship between Felicity and Diggle, one character that's completely original in terms of John Diggle, an ode to Andy Diggle who wrote Year One, and Felicity Smoke who was plucked far from the reaches of DC Universe. Thea Queen also did not exist in the comics and I think that's all stuff that's important to remember. Uh, Over the course of five seasons, Arrow has also worked very closely with DC to stay true to the spirit of the comics. We have all Always consistently had the creative team behind DC as a partner, and they sign off on stuff for us, and they give us chances with characters like Barry Allen, who was introduced through our show before he went ahead on his own show, and they do that because they have faith in us. Then he says, if they thought that we were destroying their comics mythos, if I say that pronounced yes, okay, I'm pretty sure they would have said something by now. Boom. Drop the mic.
1: They did say kill all the Suicide Squad characters.
3: That they did. Uh, But anyhow, the reason I bring that up is because in the chat when we're talking, a lot of times people get angry because they feel like the show is doing something wrong by not having, you know, Oliver is not with um, Canary when Laurel Laurel got killed and this, that, and the third. Which, by the way, Katie Cassidy also quoted saying that she thought it was a great idea because it just livened things up. you got to keep things fresh. Anyhow, that was my piece, that's all.
1: Well, and not, not for nothing, this Green Arrow, although some of the aesthetics are very similar to the Green Arrow comic books, from day one on this show, this was not the Green Arrow of the comic books. This no. was more of a riff on Batman to begin with, what they right. were doing on this show.
2: Oh, yeah. And we had a lot of complaints about that during season three. They keep taking Batman storylines.
1: Like, guys, you've been watching the show?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, we had very, several people like, saying dirty. in chat...
2: That Willow was only contracted for 14 episodes this season. Interesting. She has to go record Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Yeah. I
0: have no
2: idea if that's the case. I just pulled that out of nowhere. An but, oh, TV exclusive. Oh, man. Don't <laughs> I wish. Don't I wish. We are hitting Duke Nukem Forever
3: levels of is this ever coming out. Now oh, That's that picture. If it is up for you guys to see, that's the picture of Katie Cassidy and her father, David Cassidy. So, again, they've, they've come in contact, but they obviously don't have that typical father-daughter he didn't raise her relationship anywho let's get into some predictions just because I know that time is running short and those are important and now you're after buzz I will do the flashy hands with you. Flashy hands, flashy hands, flashy hands. These are my lights.
2: I am sincerely hoping that next episode we do get the reveal, that Oliver gets the reveal that Prometheus has been chased the whole time.
1: Well, we we got tipped to that, right? Because it looks like if I'm reading between the what very few lines we got in this, in this promo, um, it looks like Talia is revealing the identity to someone. It Could right. be Oliver, and if that's the case, does that imply that Talia is suddenly showing up in the present, which would excite me quite a bit. That would be
2: amazing. I would need it in my life. And if Talia... Okay, so... Uh, maybe Talia trained, trained him. Trained
1: him, and that's why he knows those same moves. Yep. That yeah, would make sense. sense. And Adrian Chase, she said, he calls himself Adrian Chase, which means Adrian Chase isn't his real name. It's a fabrication. So maybe we tie it all the way back to what we thought was this red herring theory about it being the son of somebody Oliver killed. Maybe it is. Maybe Adrian Chase is that guy, but this is an identity that he's taken for himself, much like the Prometheus identity.
2: Uh, or maybe he found out about the illegitimate son of that person, and it's just been a Assuming the identity, or just being like, I had nothing to do with this. I I won't revenge on you for a completely different reason. But this this is a good path to take.
3: Really quickly, at Billie Jean, girl says, "Do you think Adrian Chase was helping the Arrow team to get rid of vigilante?" I maybe. feel like maybe. maybe I mean they were fighting
1: each other so clearly they're not bros Well, yeah, yeah but I
2: feel
3: oh, like whole... it was also just amazing to get closer to Oliver as well too maybe to use the team to get rid of vigilante first and then go for Oliver but at the end of the day I think it was always about getting Oliver yeah and just he was the one who set up the cover who set up the murder
2: and then set up the cover up in the first place and then was willing to take the fall for it which I'm sure would have turned into some other form of ammunition and would also have left him a lot more freedom to move around, if he doesn't have to be at the mayor's office for a certain amount of hours every day.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: Makes sense. Tari. Oh, well, mm. 1, what do you predict? Mm. I predict. Uh, oh, all oh,
0: oh, the pressure.
3: Pressure, um, pressure,
0: pressure. pressure pressure. I predict that.
1: Um, I, I was going to say that Vigilante is Pike. Um, yes, bring so, that back. Uh, But I'm really only I only base that on why was Pike even in this episode? Otherwise, why are we still spending time with this character if he's not going to factor in somehow? The storytelling this season I feel like has been real, real tight tight and efficient, and like a lot of really well, uh, well functioning. I was going to say well functioning internal functionality, but that's super redundant. But they
2: haven't wasted anything
1: exactly. So I'm going. Pike is either about to die or he's probably wearing a mask in some corner of the city. Both. Be, or both. It's not possible. mutually exclusive. Um, uh, but yeah, go
3: ahead. Oh no, I was just about to wrap it up. Do it. I'll wrap it up. Go okay, fight yeah. Win. Alright, well... All you buzzers out there who have watched, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you in the chat, thank you. We appreciate your participation. And always please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever social media platform we happen to be on. I'm Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me at boysandbeauty01 on Twitter and at Kona on Instagram. Mwah!
1: I am Lex Michael, I am all over social media at the Lex Michael, and if you're a fan of DC on the CW, on ABTV, I'm all over it on Monday nights with Tori J. Miller, we're talking yeah. about Supergirl, Tuesday nights on Legends of Tomorrow, and of course, every week here on Wednesday to talk about the Emerald Archer, but you know that because you're already here and we love you for it. <laughs> and I'm Tori J. Miller, you can find me at Tori J,
0: that's T-E-R-I-J-A-Y,
1: also on all the shows that Lex just said, in
0: addition to Grimm on Sundays.
2: Sunday, Sunday, what? Sunday.
0: Oh, Mwah.
2: <laughs> And I'm Katie Cullen, you can find me all over the social medias and on YouTube at KIAXET, that is K-I-A-X-E-T, I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime, guys we've got a heck of a show lineup up tomorrow, we have the monthly Steven Universe show at 8pm and we have the Voltron season 2 finale after show at 9pm, we are looking at multiple guests if everything goes well, so tune in, that's gonna be nuts, we also have Star Wars Rebels on Sundays.
3: I love how we all yeah. sound like auctioneers at the end of the show because Sunday, we're really Monday, Sunday to get Also on, on Flash. So, <laughs> <right>. Anyhow, <laughs> thank you again once more, and we will see you next week. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Kisses mwah. from.
1: From executive producers
2: Maria Manunos, Kevin
3: Undergaro,
1: Phil Svitek, and the
3: entire AfterBuzz TV
1: staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.